Hey there, it's your girl, Cammie Gregg, and welcome back. Thank you so much. I'm your good, good girlfriend, and I'm so glad you decided to join us. Okay, so we need your support. Please click on our site, support us. Um, it's a minimum of 99 cents a month um, as we dish out our social wellness topics. Okay, we're going to dive right in. So today's topic is a keen of silence. Okay, so did you hear me? A keen of silence. Okay, E E N. So, what happens when we lose our voice or take a vow of silence? Um, when we do this at the sake of appeasing or satisfying others. Okay, so let's get in this. Keen, K E E N, means to be eager, interested, some intensity, sharp, strong. This is what key means. Now, when we put this with silence, silence means the complete absence of sound. Um, you're prohibiting and preventing someone or something from speaking. So we hear this all the time. This is something we hear all the time. Please silence that. She needs to be silenced. Why are they talking? My favorite sound is silence. Silence is the opposite of noise. When something or someone makes a noise, it brings attention to it. Um, even it distracts us. You know, ever drive something on the road and you're like, what's that noise? You hear something? It changes even your sense of direction. Mm -mm, I heard a loud bang. I'm going to go down this road. So if it's the opposite of noise, when you silence or become silenced, a lot of times you don't see it. Um, it's avoided or it's, it's deemed as unnecessary. Just like the opposite, if it's a noise, I'm not going down that road. Why is that? Why is that? Why is it when it comes to silence, it's very acceptable? And of course, I want to hear from you guys. So as we dive into our topic, I want you guys to make sure you have our email address. Cami Greg, C-A-M-I-G-R-E-G-G-4-0 at gmail.com. Uh, please link with us on Twitter at Cami C-A-M-I underscore G-R-E-G-G. And also on Instagram at cam, C-A-M-I dot G-R-E-G-G. I need your feedback. I need your, your questions, okay? So back to this, this, this subject, the content at hand. Silence is an action. It's often a choice that one make. We, we make this. We make a conscious choice to remain silent. Um, we also make a commitment to remain silent. And when we do this, we can either gain or lose something or, or gain or lose another thing when we do this. So you're probably wondering, what, what are you referring to, Cammie Greg? What, what is this? What are you saying in this? So I'm speaking of the power of choice. I'm speaking of how one can give away the option uh, to advocate or speak up for oneself when we choose to be silent silence can also be diminishing um it can be very dismissive and it also can be detrimental where 
when we do this, a lot of times we give up ourselves, our voice. And, and most likely what I'm saying is the choice, our choice that belongs to us. Now, looking at this, this is done quite a bit. Uh, we do this with family members. We do this in life, um, in a work environment, marital issues, relationships, even in siblings. This is things that we do. It, it's common where um, even when someone says, shut up, we oblige. We're, we're silent. A lot of times someone may think that when someone is silent, it means they consent, they agree, they accept the behavior, even when they oppose it. So I'm going to go down a quick journey. And you know, I guys, I love to go down memory lane. So I have this beautiful cousin um, who's a great family member of mine. And we happen to share the same birthday sign. Okay, so stay with me. Um, I've never been big on my birthdays. I'm not I'm not really big when it comes to my birthdays. So and, and most of my family knows this. Most of my family members are aware that I'm not really big on my birthday. Okay. So back to my story. <laughs> my cousin plans his big birthday bash on the exact day of my birthday. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So this is the best part. She sends uh, my cousin. They they send me uh, pictures, videos, um, even um, inform me that how many presents they got, what they received, <laughs> how they got it. And I'm laughing because I can laugh about it now. This happened years ago. But I just found it fascinating. So at the time, my cousin went around and told several family members they purposely had the party on my birthday. um, And they just don't like that I always receive more gifts or accolades or recognition for my birthday. Hmm. What's that about, y'all? So when I heard of this, I was completely silenced. Also, to throw this in, I didn't even get an invite to this party that she threw. And none of that even registered until afterwards that this individual called me up to tell me how great their birthday party was, um, how it was on my birthday, how it was. And like I said, even with this being years ago, I find it very fascinating that I can remember this in very vivid details. Okay, so yet I still felt uneasy when this particular family member um, comes around. I, I still do. Um, although these thoughts remain in my head, like why? Why on my birthday? Um, even when uh, my cousin talked about it, they... Um, stated that the place they booked had so many dates, so many openings, but they knew this would be the best date, my birthday. And um, I just felt like I didn't deserve that. What did I do to deserve that? Um, So these are just kind of the thoughts running through my mind. And the weird thing is I never communicated this to my cousin. I never went to this cousin, my family member, and to this day doesn't know of my concerns, doesn't know of the hurt the offensiveness none of this okay so let's get down to it how do we resolve this 
should I feel this way? Do I have the the right to speak up on it? Is it too late to speak up on it? Um, so you guys know, as I'm, as I'm diving into this content, I, I need to hear from you guys. And, and I want your questions and I want your feedback on this matter, okay? As we're going down to memory lane, was I wrong to respond this way? Was I wrong to remain silent, to take that vow of silence to not speak of this matter okay so you guys know what to do go to our email um camigreg40 at gmail.com and camigreg it's spelled c-a-m-i-g-r-e-g-g-4-0 at gmail.com and tweet us um, on twitter at Cami C-A-M-I underscore G-R-E-G-G. Please follow us on Instagram. Send us some messages at Cam C-A-M-I dot G-R-E-G-G. Cami Greg. Uh, I, I want to hear you guys on this. Was I wrong to respond this way? And as we get back to, to this subject, to this situation, I realized that what I was dealing with was conflict management. Oh, yes, y'all. Conflict management is something that we deal with consistently. And what conflict management is, is different techniques and ideas that we design to reduce the negative effects when it comes to conflict, when it comes to disagreements or or an argument. And and what we want to do is minimize any type of negativity, any type of conflict for everyone involved, all parties involved, um, and that the end result is to have a positive outcome on every side. So when it comes to my cousin and me, there are so many other entities involved, um, not just in family members, but in lifestyles and the way we be around each other. So with conflict management, you're assessing the overall issue now. Now, 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 now. This can even work if the individual doesn't even know. They're not aware that conflict exists. That there's actual tension between um, you guys or it's opposition, uh, some type of opposite, opposition. Y'all, y'all know what I'm trying to say. Opposition. That's it. Opposition. Okay. So case in point, back to my, uh, back, back to them with my cousin. I have to pull out my measurement tools because dealing with conflict management, this is something that is uniquely based. This is something that I have to pull out and examine for myself. So when I talk about silence and when I'm listening to that, the biggest thing that comes to my mind is silence is golden. So it's an exercise that um, I use quite a bit and it's called the wheel of perception okay stay with me so this basically um, gives us a visual overlay of a particular conflict and in this case this particular conflict and we're still assessing um, the overall issues within the situation in its entirety okay so this is the first step take a deep breath Close your eyes and exhale. Nice. Now say, 
Three times. I want to hear you say it. You're giving it sound. The conflict that was once silence. We're now putting sound to it. So, step one. I have to find the sound. I have to find the sound, what it looks like, what it sounds like. And this perception is uniquely based. It is my ability, one's ability to see, to hear, to come, to become aware of something through our senses. I, I need this, okay? Which is why we took that deep breath, which is why we closed our eyes, which is why we center it, and which is why we let out that sound, ugh, that relief, that ugh, that, and it may be a scream, depending on this conflict. <laughs> it just, it may be. But in this case, to me, it's a sigh. It's a... Uh. So now that I've found the sound, I've given voice to it. And I've given a voice to it out loud. So I can do this by writing it down on a piece of paper, verbally saying it out loud to myself. This is now the prep stage. So here we go. So the first step is I have to give it sound. I have to find the sound. The second step is I have to prepare my voice to be heard. And that doesn't necessarily mean to people. That means to myself. Because keep in mind, I made a conscious choice to silence myself. So the only person that I need to be preparing is me. I have to once go and find my sound, what it looks like, what it sounds like, and I have to hear it. Then secondly, I have to go and find my voice so I can prepare to be heard. Okay, so that's two. Okay, so now we're just warming up here now. So, to me, my silence did not mean consent. I'm going to say that again. Silence doesn't mean consent. My silence is a vow I gave to myself to maintain myself in the regard and understanding the disregard I received. Okay, so we're going to repeat that. My silence is a vow I gave myself to maintain within myself regard and understanding to the disregard I received. So now we've got that voice and that prep. Now I need to affirm some things. Is that step three? In step three, I'm stating that this incident happened. I'm giving it recognition. I'm recognizing the pain, the hurt, the disloyalty, the displacement of my feelings. I'm doing all of this, okay? Now, this is where the real work starts in step three. So I can stay in stage three for a while, okay? When I'm in stage three, I'm acknowledging that there's conflict. I'm acknowledging how this conflict brought out different emotions with me and there's nothing wrong with emotions what I have to look at is what and how I'm going to respond when I'm within those emotions so one of the things that I've chosen to do is I've made a commitment to present silence y- y- y'all hear me I made a commitment 
to present silence. Okay, so now what we're doing now, we're driving on home. So we're getting real close. Okay, so we're going to drive on home with this tool. Stay with me, okay? So now we're coming out of step three in the firm stage. We're going to go to step four. So when we go to step four, we're going to either put it on the table or place it on the shelf. You hear me? Put it on the table, place it on the shelf. This is where I gain my choice back. Okay, because remember when I, I made a keen of silence in conflict management. Remember, this is where... Okay, so remember in conflict management, this is where negative disputes are resolved, okay? I want to minimize and, and bring to the forefront the necessity of the necessity that is needed to display positive results, okay? When I put it on the table, or if I make the choice to put it on the table, that, that can be a lot of things. Um, let's say I make this choice to confront said person about the situation and looking at my options, I have to say, is this worth it? Would it be worth it to sit my family member down and discuss this content? Would this be worth it? So, okay. So let's say I go, forget it. Place it on the shelf. So this is another option. So when I'm placing something on the shelf, um, I'm acknowledging, I'm knowing that I've addressed the conflict um, with this individual, but the individual necessarily isn't the other person. The individual is with me. So it's not worth me confronting the issue or the situation or the person. Um, and when I mean confronting, I mean having a verbal dispute um, you know, having an exchange, let's argue. You know, you hear it all the time. People say, okay, yeah, that's right. Let's fight. Let's, let's get it. In my case, I'm assessing that. I'm managing this conflict and saying, this is not worth it. So I'm saying I have to put this on the shelf. And when you put something on the shelf, look, let's all look at a shelf. Let's look at, um, a, and I'm going to use a bookshelf. A lot of time when you put something on a shelf, it's used as a reference. It is it's used as to it's there, it's it's um it's displayed, but it also shows how you deal with this, how you deal with them in my case. So I can still have love for them, but I will have to learn different distances and boundaries or even restrictions when it comes to certain areas within my life with this individual. Now, this is key because with step four, this involves tactics, this involves negotiation, this involves creativity within how one thinks. I can choose and what I choose will either enhance or bring out the betterment in this situation, okay? And that's if I choose the right tactics because keep in mind in conflict management the whole thing we want to do is bring out a positive outcome for everyone involved so i know if i put it on the table this will divide there'll be some type of division it, it'll be division within my family um there may even be a potential fallout and and then how long is this conflict going to go on is it really necessary for me to fall out 
with this family member fall out with my cousin over a birthday party over things they've said or may have said no it, it's just not so that's why I made the choice I'm gonna put this on the shelf and and I'm gonna keep it there so now that we are keep in mind we were driving on home we're, we're getting home with this I'm I'm in the driveway now with this, y'all. I'm in the driveway with this topic. I'm walking up to the door, keys in hand, <laughs> and I'm bringing it on home to you guys, okay? So now we're going to go to the last step. Now, keep in mind, I have now I'm taken a vial of silence. You heard me. I'm going back to the top. A keen, keep in mind, K. E-E-N, remember, is to have an eager or interest. <laughs> I'm invested um, in remaining silence. Silence, as we always say, is golden. Within conflict management, the best thing you can do is to collaborate with oneself, is to weigh every option, every scenario in choosing not to engage. This can fix a problem in so many ways within oneself. And the key thing I'm saying is within oneself. When we manage conflict, we're managing it within ourselves, not in anyone else. So when we manage this, it's teaching us to pick things up and move on to other things. Manage it. That doesn't necessarily mean that the conflict is resolved because some things may never be resolved. But it's all in how I respond to them. It is all how I show up to them. And it is all how I choose to move on from them. And the key thing I'm saying is move on from it. That is a conscious decision to do that. That is why a keen of silence is so powerful because when one makes this vial, you can't do anything but elevate yourself. Because when you show that thing, the very thing that was presented to break you, to try to disturb you, and you move on and elevate yourself from that, you can't do anything. But give it recognition from your own eyes and everything else will fall into place. Guys, I'm signing off. It is your good, good girlfriend. Yes, that's right. Your good, good girlfriend, Cammie Craig, behind the mic. And I just want to give you guys just a shout out. I want to shout out. I did get a voicemail from a Christina. I hope that you're listening to this podcast. Thank you so much. This is your girl, Cammie Craig. Thank you for giving your feedback on our previous episode on the roles we play. You're awesome. Please keep following us. I'm just going to keep shouting people out on Twitter. Um, follow us at Cammie underscore Greg G-R-E-G-G and Cami is C-A-M-I underscore G-R-E-G-G also follow us on Instagram C-A-M-I dot G-R-E-G-G email us you know our email address C-A-M-I G-R-E-G-G four zero at gmail.com I had to take a little breath there guys <laughs> I'll be reading your questions if you leave a voicemail I am going to shout you out 
Um, I'm going to try to shout everybody out, but thank you so much because you could be listening to anyone else. So I'm just glad that you dropped in and listened to your good girlfriend. Also check out our sister organization, The Safety Net Youth Services. Go to our website, www.thesafetynetyouthservices.net. We accept donations and we also need your support throughout our community, okay? Also, we also have a blog. Follow us on WordPress. That's right, WordPress, camigreg.wordpress. C-A-M-I-G-R-E-G-G dot WordPress dot com. Y'all, please be safe out there. And remember, a helping hand may be the only hand someone get fed from. All right. Peace and love. Bye.